0: So the reason that I brought you on, man, uh, to do this was because I see you post quotes every once in a while. Little inspirational Mm. doodads. And then it isn't just the normal, like, you know what's really profound? The Internet. Abraham Lincoln, you know, (laughs) 1730. You know, like, you're actually, um, it feels to me like you have something to say when we talk about philosophy and just this idea of this is what's going to get me going for this day or this week like tell me about that like where where does that come from
1: um so yeah i do i do like inspirational like basically daily quotes that um i don't know like every time it's it's really funny cuz like i do it more for me uh just because they're just mm-hmm. little snippets of different uh authors or different poets or you know great minds or whatever um and it started out as basically a way of being like hey um i haven't read this guy or i haven't read this uh individual um you know this is a quote to get me kind of interested in in looking into that individual um and it's kind of like every time i go and i'm like okay this is getting so, cuz i feel like i i really don't like people normally who like are like just posting like empty kind of things and so I try really hard to find a quote that, you know, for me, especially like the past couple of years, I've been like, you know what, there's a lot of negativity going around. Um, and so for me, I've always been trying and I'm I am not a naturally like bubbly personality at mm-hmm. all. And so like, I never one of the noticed things that, that at I've, all in any of Yeah, not never. Not never, at all. Not at all. No. Um, one of the one of the big things that I always try to do is I try to counteract that when I'm dealing with people, especially on the Internet. Uh, because, you know, it, we, we've talked about this a lot with focused fire. Um, there's a lot of venom. There's a lot of vitriol out there about pick your pick your topic.
0: Sure. A lot uh, of negativity, tons of it. And yeah, and there's, and yeah. There's, no, and there's
1: no bottom of it. Right, right. And I mean, and, you know, the Internet offers uh, an amenity when it comes to that. And so there's no uh, there's no playground etiquette, I guess, is what we kind of refer to it as. Um, like you're not gonna get punched in the face if you're a dick to somebody, right? Like, cause there's, not right there's away no anyway, actually, right, right. <laughs> um, and, and so like a lot of times you get a, a sense, and this is not by any means a generational thing. Cause I've seen people who are, you know, old, much older than me be much worse than people who are much younger than me.
0: Exactly. Um, uh, it, it knows no boundaries. It knows no pattern beyond the negativity itself. Right. And, and, you know,
1: and almost, I'd almost argue that sometimes the older generations actually have a harder time adopting to that, that depersonalization on both sides, both in giving and receiving Mm -hmm. criticism on the internet, because they're so used to, you know, up until recently, they've, they've just, there is only been that face to face. And so now they have like this, this anonymous thing, but, um, but anyway, so like what I try to do is I try to either post a quote that to me is like, you know, um, something that's like, hey, don't be a dick. Like, you know, just like to me, that's just kind of my mantra, really. Or it's like, hey, you know what? You're you're having a hard time. Uh, a lot of the poems that I that I'm a big fan of, like for today, I think was. uh uh, I don't think it was Wadsworth. I just, I just blanked on the guy I posted today. But it's one of one of my favorite like quotes is "I'm a master of my own fate," mm-hmm. uh, and it's basically you know like no matter what happens, no matter what punishments are delivered, that doesn't mean that it's okay to treat someone like that. Um, you know, another really another one that I had a few days ago that I'm I'm a huge fan of uh, is you know when you're the anvil bear when your hammer strike, um, and it's it's just one of those things where it's like you know, look, just because life gives you a shit hand or life you know, if if life gives you a shit hand, I mean I'm mm. I'm sitting here in in the middle of you know a room full of tech that I I'm fully aware most of the known world does not have access to because I live in America, you know, first world problems abound in our society. And so like my problems are are nothing. I I have, a I have a roof over my head. I have, you know, I don't have a lot of the issues that I know exist out there. Um, And so it's like, you know, look, even though it's bad for me, like my, my moment of boo hoo is I, 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 didn't get an hour of sleep last night. There there are people out there whose hour of boo-hoo is I don't know if I'm gonna freaking be alive.
0: Exactly. And so,
1: you know and I and I and I just like to me it's more about, you know, making sure that you realize not just not just like how good you have it, but also just like there are other sides of existence out there. And that's also kind of, you know, to kind of bring it back to the focus fire idea. That's really where a lot of the idea came from was um, and I know we'll we'll get we'll get into this a little bit with the philosophy. But like the thing is, is like everyone comes at a situation from a different point of view
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: that by no means invalidates any particular point of view. Actually, what it does is it means that the more points of views that you can accommodate or not accommodate um, assimilate, the better the picture that you get. Um, And you see that a lot with uh, different analytical philosophies, uh, a lot of different analytics in scholastic studies and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. When you get a really good group and when you get a really healthy analysis together, what you see is a it's basically a think tank. It's a uh, Socratic method of analysis. And.
0: I find that is something that is really lacking overall in the the public discussion proper, where more often than not, unfortunately, regardless of your background, regardless of your perspective, regardless of your point of view, most of the time, unfortunately, discussions tend, especially in passionate groups of people, tend to degenerate into the I'm right, you're wrong uh, philosophy. And right, rather, right. rather well, than, and I mean, and again, the internet, in. the
1: internet definitely doesn't help because like, um, you know, if we were sitting over, uh, you know, let's just say we're sitting in a bar, right. And we're discussing this conversation over a table. There are just certain things you don't say, like you just, it doesn't matter how much you disagree with someone. There are just things that you do not say to another person when you're face to face, because like there's, go that, yourself there's that or whatever. Yeah. Right, right, yeah don't get me
0: started. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry. And, and my thing there is like, and that, and that, I mean, the reason why that's kind of a trigger for me right now is because that's, that's in the gaming community. That seems to be the thing. It's like, why, yeah. why these, anyways, developers are human beings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, regardless of if you agree or disagree with them, that's fine. That's cool. You have your opinion. That's awesome. And actually, I'm, I'm, I want you. To have your opinion i don't want to be in the middle of a group of sheep that are like i don't know i don't know a game that i'm gonna get not knocked for saying that but i mean like that you know call of duty is great or destiny right. 2 is great you know if there are people who are going to find pieces of those games that they don't agree with and you know right. what if you didn't i'd actually be more concerned because by not having different pieces that that resonate with you right that's that's where the individuality comes from. That's where exactly. the different interpretations of stuff comes from. And that's where those differences, that's where it really starts shining as far as the discussion. You know, if you don't have those differences, you don't have a conversation. Um, and that, and that's, again, that's a, where we kind of focus on with, you know, Focus Fire. And, you know, we have a lot of that with Beard and I uh, when we get on tangents that we disagree with. You know, that's and I had actually I had this conversation um, last night. Because we were talking about an argument that we still have, right? And it's like, at the end of the day, I'm going to have my opinion. That's, that's the point, is I have my opinion. Um, the important thing for having a conversation with someone who also has an opinion is that we both realize when we were having this conversation, those are opinions. Those are not facts. Exactly. And, and that's and, that's and what's that's, lost. And that's where you. Right. And that's where I don't know.
0: And I, I don't really well, know the nuance where, of just being able to say, I understand right. your point of view. I appreciate your point of view right. as being valid. Right. However, I completely disagree with it. Here's how I view it. And we mm-hmm. have we should share an idea of visualization that somewhere in between what we each think is probably where the truth actually lies, but right now right. I'm here, you're there, but you know what that's okay, and that mutual right. understanding and, and willingness to to accept the other person as as equally valid mm-hmm. that's what you lose right. most of the time uh in these discussions, and that's the shame of it that's what I would hope and, and
1: that's what's so funny is like so we we, we had the, we had the podcast, uh, oh, so we had the podcast last night that we had the disagreement on and then actually about, oh, probably a month or a month and a half ago, mm-hmm. we had the podcast where both beard and I were, were basically, we yeah. had gotten, both of us gotten very fed up with the, just, it's just the negativity. It's, it's, yeah. it's draining, you know, it's, it's really, honestly, it's just draining. Um, You know, we have I have my own complaints. You can ask anyone from from Focus Fire. I do not think that anything that Bungie puts out is perfect. But at the same time, I'm put in a weird position because. I don't want to criticize, you know, a developer, regardless. I mean, Bungie, you know,
0: for its own uh, sake. I mean, why would you do that? Three, four, three.
1: I don't I feel like, you know, and this is kind of a weird thing. And this is where I feel like I'm kind of an odd duck out of or an odd, odd you know, black sheep here is like sure. as a person who some people look up to. I mean, I'm sure there's a couple people out there who who listen to me and be like, oh, yeah, I look up to this guy. I, I don't know why you do that, but, you know, I, I recognize there might be a couple of you. But mean as that I feel that it's response. My responsibility is that if I criticize someone, I have to be very careful. Mm -hmm. because if i criticize them for no other reason than i don't like your face (sighs) that that puts that puts the onus on any vitriol that that response creates that's on me right um a lot of people don't like but at the same right and but i mean at the same time if i criticize you because i'm like you know and this is where beard and i got into an argument um and it's like if i criticize you because i feel that like you know the whole thing with eververse right
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh if i feel that there's a moral issue there and i have a problem with that moral issue at the same time i it's it's almost a imperative for me to bring it up because on the flip side if i don't bring it up then that is also on me so right. there there is the thing but then you get into a situation where like beard beard had a really big problem with that I don't give a shit like I, I don't like I, I, I don't I don't have like I recognize I recognize what what beard is where beard's problem is but I just don't agree with it you know I just I don't I don't I I don't have a moral problem I think that destiny 2's microtransaction as quote whatever you know everyone's freaking out about it. I mean it's it's one of the best microtransaction systems out there as far as like the options, like realistically, you are going to have microtransactions. Mm-hmm. If you think that you're going to have a video game that doesn't have microtransactions, that is a multiplayer game. It,
0: it and just, is I a mean, living, breathing game over, you know, years. Go, like it's just,
1: yeah. go look at money flow and you're going to be I mean, you're just going to be disappointed. Right. I, I really, uh, and, you know, and, and, there are now, granted, there,
0: you know, we don't necessarily need to there, like there go down games that, out that, there that path. But. Right, right.
1: There are games out there that have different systems like Warframe. You know, Warframe is the one that a lot of people bring up. But Warframe is also they have behind the scenes a completely different structure. Right. Right. There's a completely different context there. Um, You know, and then you have COD, which is also the opposite. Like there's 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 two polar opposites. Right. Um, And so like, you know, and then you start looking at, you know, like the actual, you know, my my response is like, well, where's the money coming from? Right. It, it's like the money. Well, is how not do you expect them from, to keep
0: the game running? You love so much if you're not doing. Yeah, this. it's
1: like and and that's and part of that is that, you know, I do have like my my actual my quote unquote real job is uh, is basically programming. Like I I basically run interference between vendors and business users and mm-hmm. then our IT support. So I have to I have to keep like three different groups of people who are actively trying to kill each other happy with each other. Like it's 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 weird, like because like the as as like a tra- it's basically I'm a translator chip between all three of these people or three groups. Like the business unit wants, you know, the pie in the sky, um, castle in the sky. You know, this 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 just pipe dream, right? Which is fine. They, that's that's what we're chasing. The IT people and the security people, especially in the financial world, which is what I work in, it's security people who are understandably paranoid and conservative about everything they are like okay we we recognize that you want this but that's going to open us up to you know a b and c and z risk and we're just not going to do it and it's like oh, well, you, you got to because that's how we get business like we have to produce business to pay you to do your job so right. you know it's and then we have vendors who are like oh well that person Who gives us money wants us to do this. So we're going to go and do it, but we're not going to tell anybody until we come back. And then we're going to be mad at you because we find out that your IT people won't. It's like it's hurting cats
0: and it boils down to like these are all valid. and They're all valid. They're all valid. exactly. And they all come from very different points of view and different goals and right. And I think that, you know, your job should be to kind of level and say, hey, let me play a translator for you. Here's what all these right. things are trying to accomplish. Here's what it means to us. Here's how we balance that and, and move forward. Here's,
1: here's the compromise between right. all three of these things. And, it's, and so there's it's no funny one because, doing like, that
0: on the Internet or in day-to-day right. life. Like it doesn't happen And that's that what way.
1: I was just about to say. It's like, And there, that's why it's so funny to me because that's what I feel like. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm off work. I'm going to go play video games and let's compromise between these two like extremes. Because, I I mean, I get it. I mean, the consumer, us us consumers, if you have a problem with it, you know, the biggest thing and we've said this a lot, the biggest thing to do is speak with your wallet. Right. You know, and a lot of people are like, well, you know, I only $60 isn't going to be I'm like, but again, guys, you know, the thing is, is that the reason microtransactions are so freaking popular is because they make a shit ton of money yep off of microtransactions now granted in the big scheme of things that's also where you get the point that your games haven't increased in price for a number of years i've like, said i think this the last time in the
0: fucking face it's, it's, know, it's not like, even been adjusted for inflation last,
1: right and that's the thing is like the light and pins pins and i have had this conversation a lot too the last time a game went up was like when the three the Xbox three sixty dropped right? Yep. It went up by ten dollars and people lost their f Oh, shit. Mind.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it used to be I mean, they, $50. They,
1: bucks. it used to be like fifty bucks and now games are like sixty. But People don't remember like, the
0: time when Atari games were seventy bucks. They don't remember oh, yeah. that well, shit. Well, I mean, true, true, yeah, but I mean, you know, but, that, that's it, the point is that when you have a market that largely has not changed structure, how do you and, right. and, and, you didn't and the, have... the, the the demands? of marketing the demands of programming right. the demands of keeping games on as a service the costs go up the it, you know, the revenue that's expected to come in even if you factor in there's a higher number of sales coming in the ratio does right. not stay constant how do you maintain no, no. this you either raise and the I mean, price the, or you find another revenue stream and they did and the thing is
1: it's like and that's that's where my that's where my personal argument is like you know, like as long as the game doesn't have a pay to win situation, I'm like, cool. I'm good.
0: Right. Because you can choose. Like, I don't, to it in I don't
1: have to. I don't have to participate. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, the only the only money that I've spent on silver. Have, no, hang on. Let me make sure I'm not going to lie. No, I, I spent I spent my own money on silver once. Other than that, the only money that I've ever spent on silver is, like, I'll do things on the Xbox. Like, I, I play on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, Xbox Live every now and then does, like, these, like, they're not really tournaments, but they're, like, you know, hey, uh, play this game for, like, in Game Pass. They'll do it. They'll, like, you know, if, you, if you're if you part of the Game Pass program, you get access to, you know, whatever the library of the game is. And they'll put up, like, this, this month is, like, you solve this riddle and you find out what game they're talking about. You play it for five hours. And you get entered into a a giveaway for an Xbox one X Um, in in December. They were like, Hey, if you, uh, they did a really cool thing. Like you basically, if you joined Xbox game pass, you, you paid a dollar and then Microsoft went out and donated 10 bucks to, uh, a charity. Mm -hmm. So that's like, all right, fine, whatever. I'm, I'm jumping in on that. It's $1 off my back and it gives 10 bucks to charity done. I don't care. um, but then, like you know, like, I think it was yesterday. I get a message from Xbox. They're like, "Hey, you, uh, you, you completed this challenge that I didn't know about. But you completed this challenge. Here's five bucks. Nice. I'm like, I'm like, I, I, I can't do anything with five. I mean, like, just to be blunt, there's no games out there that I'm interested in that are going to worth five, me five bucks. bucks. Right. And I'm not gonna. Right. I'm. I. I don't really feel the inclination to go out and spend fifty bucks because I save five. So I just turned around and I was like, All right, fine buy silver you know whatever it's, mm-hmm. it's five free bucks i spent i got four i got the whatever 400 silver and it cost me 50 cents i'm like and you know the thing is is at the end of the day it it helps out like it, it helps out and but i mean that's the thing is like i've talked to a lot of people who are like oh but i gotta get you know it, it feeds into the mentality of um the the, the rat hitting the bar right yeah you know I need I need yeah. the next pellet. I need the next pellet. And I'm like Guys, I need this armor. Said I, I need this. I need this. I need that. Yeah. I'm like, and I, I give my I give my brother shit about this all the time because he's he's just he's totally totally like this. He's like I need to get that new armor before they go out. And I'm like why? It, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't do
0: anything. But it, 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 for, it really at the doesn't. end of the day, but, like, I mean, what's but, important is that does it have value for that person? And right, if that person right, has right, value, then right. that's on them. And the person that doesn't like they can't leave that alone. But I feel like, right. unfortunately. Um, eververse is no longer the biggest game in town um and ladies and gentlemen, I apologize we had completely derailed i think we've we've kind of welcome to yeah. my welcome to my conversation right. versions i it totally happens, man. it's fine, but the thing is we can kind of interweave this because this all comes down to different viewpoints in life, which is all philosophy right. really is. It's a different yeah. viewpoint, so like right now, I was getting there, I was getting there. <laughs> But it's my show, I can't have you talking for a fucking hour without me getting ejected, bro I ain't doing that <laughs> So, I'm gonna try and bring it around, take you to Mordor, bring you back to the Shire Um, or if you're playing uh, Division, Darkness Zone, come back to the... Anyway, Darkness so, Zone. <laughs> the di- Darkness Zone, which I hate, by the way I'm not gonna need to talk about that But, um, the most recent, you know, thing that that came about And I was gonna save this till after the show, but you know what, might as well, We're we're on a roll Um the biggest thing I see right now, which just makes me go, What do you want? They yeah. list oh, yeah. the, the community lists all their <laughs> all their complaints out for three fucking months. Bungie goes on vacation for Christmas, comes back, says, Here's all the shit we're fixing. We're fixing every major complaint you had. You got a timeout when it's gonna get fixed. Plus, we're giving you more shit you didn't even ask for that solves problems you've been telling us about in new and creative ways. woo. I'll believe it when I see it, or, um, or it doesn't mean anything unless blank, you know, it, it, it's like, fuck you, fuck the whole <laughs> family, in the mouth, like, just grow up, go play something else, drink some Drano, I don't give a fuck, but get out of my face with that bullshit, and, and no, to go and back to your earlier it's point, again, it's the there whole, are people it's a whole that Internet are... Hot thing. Thing. There are, but there are people that are big players in the Destiny community that are literally talking shit about the game, if you can read between the lines. And it's like, fuck you! Like, if, you're, if your show, if your product is that pigeonholed, you made that happen, not Bungie, right. not the community, and certainly no one it's no one else's fault but you if you're frustrated and you don't know what to do with your business talk about that don't waste your energy uh, well i guess i gotta go back to Fortnite now uh, fucking eat a dick i'm sorry like that's all i got <laughs> well, it's, and that's it's, and that's it's, the
1: it's, funny thing with like so like talking about like the pigeonhole thing you know that was that was legitimately a a big conversation that we had with focus fire right you know from the very beginning from the very beginning because the thing is, is like at the end of the day, here's 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 a spoiler. We do it because we we enjoy it. You know, you're gonna you're not gonna hear me talking too much crap about Destiny Two because, to be honest, I enjoy the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. I, I like yeah. it. You know that surprise. I, I don't know anyone who's had a conversation with me that probably hasn't realized that, but. I don't have that big of a problem with it. And the thing is, is like, you know, with all these people who are like, oh, the meta is all stuff." I'm like, guys, you are talking to a person who literally has not changed the weapon loadout that I use since I got the weapon. Right. Like, I found the weapon that I like, and that's the weapon I use. I don't don't give a shit if it's effective or not. It's the weapon that I like using. I did the same thing in Destiny 1, which is why I didn't play Destiny 1 PvP, because I was a scout rifle user. And... That was not a fun experience. Like I just, you know, whatever. I but but at the same time, you also never heard me like bitching and whining about it, right? Right. You just you just didn't see me in there. I'm like, yeah. all right, fine, whatever, cool. I'll go play SWAT on Halo Five because I love the shit out of that, or you know, Super Fiesta, and you know, just have fun. That's and that's Yay. ultimately the end. The, the end of it, right there. That's the end message. Is it's a video game, right? And, and yes, and. So before I go any further, I understand that for some people, that is their business. And, you know, like streamers I get that have uh,
0: I it's get it's that, a tough though. gig.
1: It's a tough gig. I yeah, get that. I 100 percent get. But at the same time, you're you're I think you hit it on the head there because it's like if you have. Um, if you have backed yourself into a corner, I mean, let's look at the statement you backed yourself. That's that's not that's not a developer's fault. The developer's mm-hmm. job, the developer's job is to produce a title that then sells. Yeah, and guess what, guys? Destiny's doing it or Bungie's doing a pretty
0: on top of that too. Think about like the jo- overarching like job with that. The mainstream complaint from Destiny One, the one you hear more than anything else, was there was too much grind for the people oh, yeah. who didn't have a lot yeah. of time. Well, and so and now that, you get the game into, doesn't that demand goes- much of your time, and you're like, now you're complaining about that. <laughs> Like, i
1: that love is- that i love that i'm like okay but and that and that's why uh i think it was um oh shit who was it it was uh ishtar commander posted, yeah. uh henry, henry ford quote it's like if i had asked people what they wanted they would have asked for a better horse like but no he went out and he invented the damn car mm-hmm. like you know like that's it, the thing is is like there there is a point at which from a from a development standpoint you have to be like okay i understand that this is what you're asking for but that's that that's not necessarily what you
0: need yeah right. bungee Mo has always been is, to solve problems in ways we didn't know oh yeah they they they, they, they were yeah. solving problems we didn't know we even fucking had right and, 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 and i mean
1: granted that to my opinion that's the point of a good developer is that they're not going to tell you necessarily the problems because part of the part of the fact is that part of the solution to the problem is making sure that people aren't aware of the problem. Like, you know, that's if you, if you do your job right as a programmer, as a developer, people won't know what you're doing. Right. Um, that that's just an axiom for anyone who's not a programmer or developer. Get used to that because a lot of those people in the real, in, in like in the real world and in, in the industries in general, not just gaming, actually it's, it's far worse in, in other genres of jobs, like a lot of our security specialists, if I wasn't in the position that I am in, um, you know, it's like if if I didn't if I didn't have to interface with them on a daily basis, I would never have met these people mm-hmm. because they do not make a point of telling, "Hey, uh, there's a, there's an issue with our security firewall." Uh, if you do this and this, it's going to violate a uh, protocol and let people hack us. Right. Because, b- because by saying that, then you're going to have people out there who are like, oh, well, if you poke this, I'm going to, uh, you know, and it's like it, it's a catch 22 because you can't tell people necessarily what you're doing, but you you have to let them know that you're working on something. Right. So there is a degree of trust there. And I think that goes back into what we were kind of talking at the beginning is like the the thing with the Internet. And the thing with not having that face to face relationship with people, which I I mean, even though I am definitely a fan of digital communication, um, you know, I definitely prefer that over face to face. I understand that, though, face to face meetings with people are very important because it builds that human connection without that human connection. You can't trust people. And I think that's a lot of times where, you know, pins is talking about that in chat right now. It's not. It's not um, just bungee. Right. It's not just three, four, three. It's not just fill in blank developer. Um, people don't have the the human connection there to 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 kind of rely on right. with regards to trusting.
0: And, exactly. And, and they don't they don't for whatever reason, they don't have the emotional. Maturity or wherewithal or what have you to um. Right to well, allow, it, to I mean, allow there's, that there's yeah because th- 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 there's a yeah, dehumanization there's a, that happens and and, right. and, 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 and there's the also middle. a
1: generational thing too because for to be honest you know like especially uh the millennial generation especially has been has been kind of brought up with a with a taught I I don't, don't want to say paranoia but a taught distrust to anything that is kind of um, profit oriented sure um and you see you see this a lot like it's it's there's there's a really common theory uh within uh, sociology that there is roughly four generations that Mm -hmm. just repeat themselves yep um and so like right now the millennials like i and i'm i'm a millennial um and then like my my son will be a i think i don't know what they're technically calling them now they're technically like gen z um but like basically I, I can't I remember i don't remember that, like, like, is there like i don't a guy? know it, it was it was alphabetical and then it wasn't and then it kind of went tried to go back to it so and like, i'm like why like- made sense because we were we it, the the idea was like they always asked the question why right and then i was like okay and then they were like oh gen z and i'm like
0: oh okay and then I you start over again what it is. But like, is there like somebody at the National Institute for Anthropology that like sits around and they have coffee <laughs> and they're like, no, right.
1: because like the generation be- before us was, uh, was, what was it? The baby boomers. Like, it's like, mm. okay, that kind of makes sense too. But then where did X come from? <laughs> like,
0: Extreme. You know? like, like, know you is- know?
1: But, um, but so like, but like, so, um, attitude though, in those different generations, like you have the silent generation, right? Which is, you know, World War II, Great Depression. The people who, who were just, they, they buckled down and they, they had to deal with a lot of shit. Like, I mean, just a lot of shit. And mm-hmm. they survived that. And then you had like the baby boomers who, you know, and, the, and so like the silent generation are the people who are very institutionalized as far as like the thought process. You, you stick with your, your work, you work hard, you don't, you don't raise a fuss and you just do your job. And you go home and you take care of your family. That's where the traditional, like the traditional family concept comes from. And that well, not comes from, but they, they really embrace that. And then you had the baby boomers who are, you know, kind of, kind of the same, you know, they're, they're very focused on this is my job. I take my pride out of my job, you know? So you have like lifers, that's where you get the lifers concept. And then you had kind of, I know Gen Xers hate me saying this, but the kind of the millennial generation. Um, right. and this is where you you actually kind of get like the start of a pendulum swing as far as like attitudes towards p- uh, professions um, because you start seeing a lot of the entrepreneurial spirit raise its head because because also understand socially that at that point in history um, America especially and that's you know I live in America so that's where I'm going to kind of base most of my stuff off of America. but generationally America uh <clears throat> Socially, we have and we were entering into basically, I, I hate saying a golden age, but it was kind of like a very comfortable point. Sure. We didn't have, you know, these threats so we outside. Right. Well, I mean, but I mean, economically, we kind of were. I mean, economically, <laughs> right. we were in a really good position. And then we hit all, all the shit of the 2000s, right? Yeah. In the 90s and like in the bubbles, that guy kind of got built into that generation and that's well, the generation I, I, that, you know, we were growing up in. So we were we were and then, you know, 9-11 happened.
0: But I would argue that our generation we, has
1: been shaped that way.
0: Absolutely. But I would also argue that between the realism of things since 9-11 combined with the information age, I'd argue mm. that the cycle of generations has been broken. And now you have all these different generational uh, mechanics that are now mixed within the populace at large. Um, right, well, right. And, the, and, the and and are maybe it's a nature versus nurture argument, you know, and that's right. you know, certainly not something I, I I certainly want to spend a lot of time on, but I will say without a doubt that um, you're seeing people of varying ages latching onto philosophies and and life ideals that generationally speaking they should not have. Um, I will well, use an yeah. example I will I'll give you an example. I'm forty years old. And um, one of my longtime viewers, this is a couple of years ago, this is before the elections took place, long before they took place. This young man, 17 years old, if he's a day at the time, still in high school, but he's decided he's going to the military. And I'm a Marine Corps veteran myself. Decides he's going to the military and, and just kind of proclaimed one day, I'm voting for president, I'm voting for Trump. And I'm like, why? And I and I at the time he didn't have a, a running platform. Like he, he hadn't done all the shit right. that he's doing yet. He's and he and he did the whole like, well, I he speaks from the hip. He's a real American. I'm like, no, he doesn't, and no, he's not. Um, and I was like, <laughs> goodbye. And uh, goodbye. I said, yeah, <laughs> and goodbye. Um And I, I didn't mean to shit on the kid. Um, I really didn't. But at the same time, like he didn't have a compelling argument. He couldn't give me an actual answer. But he was right. he kind of like. 17 years old in the year 2015-2016, and this kid, and by now he's a man, um, is spouting things that I would have expected to hear out of somebody three times his age, or by somebody his age in, like, 1984. Um, mm-hmm. it, in such a way, very Reagan-era, like, I'm gonna eat the fucking right. chocolate pudding and drink the Kool-Aid shit. <laughs> um, Mar- Marble man's got my vote, bitch, you know, whatever. And it, it blew my mind because it, it, it was something that I just never expected to hear. Uh, so that was when I started to realize that, OK, um, this what I thought, because I was a lot with what the point you were making, where it's like you, you see things kind of change and these waves come like the ocean. They're just, you know, 20 year waves. It's not like that anymore, because people have just started right. to like melt together. Like the melting pot of America has become literal in terms of sociological concepts and these ideas. It's less about here's how we as a generation were brought up, because we don't all watch the Cosby Show at eight o'clock on Wednesdays anymore. Especially uh, now, true. because motherfucking yeah. rape people. But that's not the point. The point being that we <laughs> well, don't because we it. also a lot of
1: people have cut the cords and right. People stream, just
0: they, they just do not. not people control. have 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 discovered the freedom of thought that we're in right now, which is a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Um, However, that gives rise to, you know, disparate extremities among uh, society at large, both Western Eastern and, and everything in between. So, to me, that's why I find it so fascinating that sometimes we do come back to more the classics, as you as it were. Whether it's mm-hmm. a Bruce Lee, um, or you know, just a quote from damn you know, Shakespeare or Alfred Hitchcock or whatever. You know, Bill Hicks is one of my favorites. You know, someone who, although he was a comic, was a really good social uh, observer. Sometimes
1: I would argue comics are are the most truthful.
0: They have no choice because it's something you have to express. But I mean,
1: like if you like historically too, the jesters and courts, they were they were kind of to a degree protected Mm -hmm. and they kind of were the people who were expected to a degree to kind of poke fun at um, at decisions that were made. And sometimes the the the, you know, the, the stick that they poked with wasn't dull. And some of the most some of the most successful people in the world or in the history of you know political commentary, they're comics. I mean, you have uh, uh, what what is well, their job is to observe and uh, and report in a way that
0: and oh, John uh, Stewart, like their 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 entire life revolves around this idea of. I observe, I report, and I really think it's why The Daily right. Show was big. It's why I think Colbert was such yeah. a great commentary and still remains to be. Uh, whether you mm-hmm. agree with them or not, they're doing... I, that, that's besides the point. But uh, my, my point is that they have a degree
1: of expectation that... I mean, like, a lot of people dismiss them. I, I mean, I say a lot of people. People dismiss them because they're like, oh, he's a comedian, he doesn't right. write. But, I mean, like, if you actually sit down and you start looking at... I mean, this is like, uh, I'm sure you, you remember, Mad Comics. Yes, I mean, I mean, Jesus Christ, you you sit down and you start reading some of those comics There's and then you immersive. look at the, the history. Yeah, <laughs> you start looking at the historical events that was happening during the publications of those comics. You're like, oh, oh, no, no, they were they were deliberately like not necessarily undermining, but like they were tearing apart the arguments of serious conversations. But they were delivering it in a very, very comical,
0: a palatable matter. way. And, and what right. was awesome about that it was that because by and large, you had just a, f- a few different kinds of people that read those in when right. their heyday, right. yeah. like the seventies, eighties, and very early nineties. And it was young children no who didn't yet, kids? like they didn't really know yet, <laughs> you know. And then high school kids who finally read the old issues and got it, and then they read it into college um mainly. right but i mean but but my point is too that the
1: message reg- so that gets into the conversation of like just because you don't understand the content of the message doesn't mean the message isn't being delivered exactly
0: uh, and, and i think that is w- you know two people who spend a lot of time unfortunately on twitter you see <laughs> that all the time and then in reddit too right. like um I've kind of been choosing my battles over the last couple weeks since oh. the Christmas thing hit. But my the main battles I go into Guns Blazing are the ones where someone will say, Well, we think I'm like, motherfucker, say I. Stop speaking for everybody. Because <laughs> you know what? Like, if I go on, for example, the Destiny, the original Destiny Reddit, it's like this this long list. So I'm like, Do you motherfuckers just not, just not realize that you don't represent the majority? You're just Pushing out all the people who might disagree with you, yeah. and now you've got this big pool of This is all our shit, look at our shit, I'm gonna rub it on my nipples and this shit, and, and you know I posted something about that when I was really angry one day and it got a lot of hatred And that's okay, oh, I yeah. felt awesome yeah. and, You know, I mean, there, hell, there, no, then you've that's... got another, the, the thing is there's a counterbalance to that There's another mm-hmm. Reddit yep. uh, called Low Sodium Destiny <laughs> <laughs> Now I went over there and I made a post that said, "Dude, thank you guys for being here. I appreciate you guys are having great discussions. This and that, da, da da da." It got upvoted to the front page almost immediately, and people were having great discussions. We were having a great time, and then a mod comes in and says, "Deleted because you broke the rules. Because you're not supposed to have any positive thank you for this place existing posts." But the things are deleted because it was against the rules. Please read them. Okay, thanks. Bye. It was the rudest fucking moderation. It was, it was so. And then I looked at the guy's account, and I went. This guy's an asshole. Why is he moderating at all? <laughs> so, that's where, so that's where I put this that's poll. Why he's moderating? Like, right. So I put, but I put this poll up on, on, on Twitter that said, hey, if you're a moderator on Reddit, is there an expectation uh, of professionalism? And the last time I checked, there were only 15 votes, but it was 100% yes, I expect them to be well, I mean, uh, professional moder- and shit. Like, you well, know, right. Like, like, you're there to keep the peace. It, it, it's right. You would hope that would be something that <laughs> yeah. you would get. Again, who he
1: moderates hope. the moderators
0: right so, watch watch me. You just watch, me, guys. Just watch me just watch guys watch me watch me watch me um but like for me, that comes down to like think about how disparate those two things are. You go to the original, which was the beacon of in my opinion, you know balanced thought and balanced um you know commentary on the game until about three months ago. Um, and then I went to a place that purported to be the balanced place. So the moderators of the really shitty place are great. The moderators at the not so shitty place are fucking awful. Like, what is that about? And if you're the I mean, best, by the way, if you're a moderator on one moderators. of these Reddits, I I'm not speaking about you personally, okay? At all. The um, best thing uh,
1: about them was Woodhouse. Did you see the tweet from Woodhouse where he was like, by the way, we're just announcing yeah. in general, before the, before the whatever, the this week at Bungie, we're locking it down. We're no, good, my they they start they, they started calling it the Ghost yes. Protocol.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, Fuzzle, Fuzzle's one of the, to, the mods over there. Yeah, Fuzzle, and Fuzzle he, was one of the, yeah. He he started uh, <laughs> following me and started liking some of the stuff, so I'm like, I know I'm not alone here. And <laughs> I just, he, I have this in my mind because I see his avatar, so I imagine him talking. Blah, 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 blah. So I, just see, I could see him going like, please take me with you. Please, Jim, save us. You know, <laughs> in my head. <laughs> 'Cause I had, like these poor mods over at DTG. I'm just like, oh my god, it must be so horrible oh for you. <laughs> oh god. You
1: know, and the thing is the thing is about that is like I feel I feel for them so much because the the shit that we see on DTG, I'm like that's after they've gone through right (laughs) Right. what is actually being what is actually being sent that they have to be like i have to read this i have to read this because you know like because i mean again going back to the professional i I think that i mean a lot of the mods over at dtg are fucking phenomenal like i i I respect the shit out of the job that they do yeah (laughs) but oh my god like i'm sitting there i'm like what is it to be a like a day in their life it's like i, I I'm just like, set your hair on fire i'm not an asshole but jesus christ stop posting stuff like
0: stop right <laughs> but, like it's like and it, it's this thing like the frustrating part for anybody whether your points are, are are valid or not like if you keep like you've driven the point home you shot the arrow dead center and you made a great point right but if you make that point every hour of every day over and over and over again, you're not being more uh, valid. You're not being more effective. You're just being a right. cocksucker and not a the good well, suckers to some of my favorite yeah, and people. They, and then there's the and I think that kind
1: of goes back into the generational thing between, you know, the generations and with the Internet, because I don't think a lot of people and I and I mean this as gently as I can possibly mean this don't be gentle I don't think this, a lot is, of this people... is my podcast like fucking. <laughs> I, this... I, um, I think a lot of people don't understand basic debate yeah like like actual actual debate like yeah. you know, there there is going to be and we we kind of started talking about this at the at the start you know there's there's a there is a degree at which you know I go into a conversation like just me personally I go into a conversation expecting to be the only person to have my point of view and right. so I'm often pleasantly surprised because usually I'm like, I'm not the only person. But there are times when I'm like, OK, yep, I was right. I'm the only person with this point of view. But going into it, it's like I understand that, again, going back to the idea that this is my opinion. You have your opinion. And as long as we're not like trying to crucify each other,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: if that's what happens, then I just basically I'm like, OK, I'm, I'm disengaging. Like, you know, if if, if you are that blind like if you have that strong of blinders on then really there's no there's no point to having a conversation
0: i'm not going to sit here that point
1: well well but i mean like i'm not going to sit here and preach at you and i don't want you sitting there and preaching at me because it's not it's not a it it's not a it's not an all or nothing like conversations have always been a way to bring people together and that's that's the point of them is because if you don't do that, then we're no better than anything else that's territorial. Um, the entire point of intelligent conversation is to take two extremes and find a find a middle ground. Now, I never said. Now, notice, I never said that I have to agree with that middle right. ground. Right. I don't have to agree with that other extreme. The, that's the thing.
0: Is hostile. I have to, um, I have to um, r-
1: like hostile um, compromise. Like it, it, it right, can right, exist. Right. But 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 the thing is, is I have to. And this is where I kind of think that a lot of people have lost this, this art of debate is because just because I don't agree with, um, with your statement, like, like with beer, right. Sure. I don't agree with the, the, the moral issue on, on microtransactions. Right. I understand it and I, I can see it. I can sympathize with it or I can empathize with it. I don't sympathize with it. I can empathize. I can put myself in that his shoes and I can see the problem that he has. I don't agree with it. Right. But I don't have to agree with it. That's that's the thing is like I think that's what a lot of people forget is that just because you're able to stand in someone else's shoes. That's that's not that does not mean that you lose the ground that you're arguing from. Right. What and actually means it, is that when you, it when gives you a better exactly, argument.
0: Exactly. Because at the end of the day, it, the, the point of debate and conversation is not to make everyone into you. It's to get your point across. Right. Oh, yeah. To make no. sure you, to ensure understanding. And once everyone understands everyone's points, then you can come to the, the table with a compromise. Yes, People yes. forget and, about and, that.
1: And, and, yes. And that's and that's the thing is that's that's like, you know, kind of going back to the core of the focus fire chat theory is that. The reason we started this as a cross community is because we wanted first off, we wanted to give people a safe haven because at the at the time that we started this a couple of years ago, um, it, there was it was in the middle of the whole like budget or uh, destiny doesn't have any story. And anyone who says different, you know, and it was the same old, same old, right? You know, if you disagreed right. with the this this uh perceived common view if you disagreed with it you were you were kind of you weren't like necessarily attacked but you kind of felt like you were and so what we basically were all like, all right fine we're gonna open up i mean we're gonna open up a discourse and this is this place is safe i don't care if you don't agree if you don't agree that bungie has a story with it then first off why are you here because you know we're talking about the story so so I mean, we we eliminated that that poison like right out the gate like we we're just like if you if you're going to attack people for analyzing the story of a game that you claim doesn't have a story i mean why why are you here and i've had that conversation with people
0: it's like you, know, you pick up a sandwich a that I'm clearly like, has boy,
1: bacon
0: on you, you like that bacon out, like i'll show it here take
1: uh, it take. It's like, right here it's right take it I'm like, I'm like what are you even doing here dude like i mean and, and I mean, there was there was a lot of vitriol thrown at me at the at the start because they're like, well, you're just wasting your time. I'm like, OK, cool. It's my time. It, it's my it time to waste. To exactly. It's like it, it has nothing to do with you. Why? Why does? Why, and, and that was a question. You know, why does the way I spend my free time, which is not harming you? Why are you so incensed by that? Why are you so upset? And I have actually gained a couple people who, you know, are now pretty good friends who who originally were not sympathetic to that. And it's like because I kind of responded with instead of like, you know, punch you in the face because you you tried to sucker punch me. I'm like, I just was like, why? Why do you care? It's my free time. I'm not forcing you. I'm not like saying, hey, pay ten dollars to get into the chat. I'm literally saying here's a Here's an area that you are free to. To, so you say there's no story. Cool. Okay, let me show you that there is, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna patronize you. I'm not going to talk down to you. I'm going to say here is where there is a story. You know, here is where we can do this and we can make a story. If if they don't have a story, cool. Then guess the what? The elements are here. Right. Yeah. The elements are here the, I mean, the points are all here. It's, it's, and, and the thing is, is like, that's where I think a lot of the positivity kind of started with us was we kind of were like, from the very beginning, we were like, look, you know, the entire point is we want to be an area where people can come and they're like, okay, this game feels like it should have a story, but it, it, it also feels like there isn't one. What am I missing? And it's like, okay, cool come with us this way. Let's, you know, let it, let us show you what we have found. And, and some of the best conversations in focus fire have been from people who literally walk in and are like, I, I don't understand why this is happening. And I'm like, well, I don't either. Let's look at it. You know, like, cause like there's uh one of the best questions way early on was like, why, why I can't remember exactly, but it was basically along the lines of like. Why are the fallen doing this?
0: And it Mm -hmm. it was like
1: when you're when you do what at the time, you know, it was still, you know, when you get so involved in like the fine details of a story, you miss the forest for the for the leaves. Yeah, right. You're so focused on the individual minuta of information that sometimes you forget that there's a tree there. And so exactly. sometimes like a, sometimes having someone who comes in and like, "Hey, ask you a broader question why the Yeah, I don't understand why that tree looks that way. Why is that?" And you have to kind of step back and you're like, "Oh shit, that's a tree." Okay, all right, let's look at this again. That actually answers more questions than than originally, you know and and we've had people who do that. like I, f- I feel like I'm asking stupid questions. like as an acquisitive idiot, there are no stupid questions. Like, right. I, I I ask really stupid questions all the time. That's mm-hmm. kind of part of existing. And the thing is, is that, yeah, sure, you can argue back and forth that there are no stupid questions. But at the end of the day, that's the point is you if you ever stop asking questions, that's the point where you need to be worried. You know, never stop asking, never stop. And, challenging and I think, but that's the problem, though, is that
0: we have a, a community of people on the Internet, gaming community in particular, that aren't asking questions. They're making right. statements well, and, they're, and they're folding their arms yeah. and they're going Flew! like that's their entire conversation. Like they don't want to learn. They don't want to ask questions. Well, they don't want to understand. They want, yeah. It's like that that comic that's gone around for what, I think two years now. It's my, one of my favorites where it says, I'm mad about this! Here's a solution. Oh, yeah. I don't <laughs> want a solution! I want to be mad! <laughs> I want to be mad! Right, and it's so... <laughs> it's so prevalent so prevalent i mean i'm guilty of it sometimes you know and well everyone everyone is it's it's the
1: the feeling of of being righteously angry you know like that feeling is good it's not productive (laughs) it's not productive at all because you feel
0: self-righteous you feel like you stand for something
1: you feel you feel like alive you, you 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 feel like that you have um, you have a drive to prove something, and and that's fine. That's that's great. But proving something, uh, and this is this is again kind of one of my axioms. <laughs> see, is, see, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well,
0: it goes back to Jurassic Park. One of my,
1: my axioms. Yeah. Oh god. I've, <laughs> you know, oh like, god. See? I've been like quoting We've that got
0: meta. We've because got meta here. We got meta here. See, so nobody <laughs> cares. <you> can. <laughs> like it doesn't. No one cares. Hold on to your butts. Um,
1: <laughs> right. No, like. One of the things for me is like you know, in in a conversation with someone that I disagree with, I would rather build a bridge than tear down their 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 world. Absolutely, um, it's it's super easy. It's super easy to destroy things. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it, it's one of the easiest things in the world, and, uh, and that is so. particularly And it's 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 especially true psychologically. Um, yes. In today's world, you know we have, um whatever you want to think about uh people are generally more in touch with their emotions sometimes too much so but right. that's neither here nor there the thing is at the end of the day people are aware of their emotional standpoint and and you know that that's a good thing um that's a very good thing i uh, i would rather take hyperactive psychological awareness than deadened psychological. Yeah, I'll
0: take passion over, you know, objectivity for its own sake any day of the week. Because you can you can bring objectivity to someone who's passionate, but you cannot create passion out of nothing. And and I I I, I feel like, you know, again when we look at you know basic social skills and the things that as a society, if you look at any internet outlet we are losing a society in this in any idea of being able to rationally step back after you've emotionally expressed and accept and empathize with someone else. Uh, and I think that you know, if just these little tiny things, whether it's the quotes you put every day or just this this desire, like this demonstrable desire to communicate, I think on a long enough timeline you will find something. Um, oh yeah. You know, I, sometimes you'll well, shut sound down it, somebody just by being reasonable you just be reasonable oh, yeah. and then they just that's, the, that's, like, the, what? that's the
1: best the, I, those, I expect you to tell me to cut my the trolls you know? are like it's like okay i hear you um this is actually why i did this and i'm sorry that it offended you you know and i've had people be like all right uh but uh-oh. but And I'm like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to attack you guys. Like, that's the thing is like, and that's why for me, you know, you know, I, I joke with beard about this a lot with like comments on, you know, not just YouTube, but like the podcast and iTunes, we get, we get reviews on iTunes that are just like, I'm like, I I don't know where I insulted your family, but I am sorry. Like, you know, it's like, I apparently (laughs) really dishonored your your grandmother or so i have no idea why i pissed you off this much but but at the end of the day it's like like guys i i read all this stuff and i try to figure out like a lot like i try to i i, I view myself in people's shoes so like i view the world the way i view it and that's just that's the only way i can and so when someone in like not insults but someone like attacks us as a group it's like okay why like why would i say that to someone
0: like what would drive me to that point yeah
1: well yeah what would drive me to that point like i'm like i don't think i could ever get that pissed off right to say that yeah like actually say that and i and i think that's where for me you know that's a struggle that i have um but like the other thing is is like you know just just realizing that there are there are there are human beings at the other end, you know. That's that's the big thing for me. And
0: people forget like, that. Like they, don't, they forget it right.
1: And it's so easy. It's so easy. I mean, like I'm sitting in a room right now, and I have screens all in front of me. You know, like I, I there there is no other human being here for me. Right. From my experience, for my experience of my reality right now, I am the only person. It's a very egotistical or it's a very egocentrical worldview. And as we progress more and more into this technology realms, you know, that's going to become more and more the norm. You see that a lot in cultures that, that are obsessed with, with the, the video game stuff. I mean, uh, China is one of them. They, they, and that's why, you know, and beard and I have had this conversation, but that's why, like in China, they have completely different laws. I mean, it's one of the reasons, but they have completely different laws about, um, about loot boxes, right? Like they, they, you know, because culturally
0: kind of they back have a bigger is, this problems is the, to deal this with. This is the
1: argument that Beard and I have had recently, so that's why it keeps coming back to loot boxes. Well, it's but just like, like, well, like there, they, there's well, a there's a completely different expectation that there is legitimately going to be an issue, and and so the culture has
0: kind of tried to preemptively prevent that. I would but, also argue, though, and this is maybe a point you've made. If I had to venture a guess, um, that maybe there's an underlying cultural reason that the, those things are eat more easily bred. You know what I mean? Like, right. if you go to Japan, you don't see that as much because they don't want to well, bring dishonor to their family. I mean, I'm not saying exactly, it's to be flippant or be exactly. a joke. No, so it's just no, a different, it's, like, it's, like it, it's, it's how about, you breed the culture, how you yes. breed society, how you breed the conversation. Um, and in China, it's something that, like, Let's face facts. Most Chinese people, based upon what I know about their culture and their current political climate, their lives are shit. So the idea to have inexpensive escape is right, so right, pervasive. No. And, well, and but
1: there's also there's also add the addiction fact that to that. Your yeah. culture, right? And, and addiction is it's a huge, huge oh. issue. I mean, and that's and that's not culturally unique i mean jesus no. christ go look at anything with american casinos and you'll understand addiction is not
0: not that's unique. why i'm like this whole but, thing is not new like like how why i do know you no, like it's not, a new thing but, like all you gotta but, do is like, go go somewhere like Butte, but, but, montana and go and do like a like because <laughs> i've been there and they is, have these little machines slob- in the bars it's
1: uh, it's uh oh shit what is it there's Atlanta. no ah crap it's one of the east coast cities that's the big casino atlantic
0: city but
1: yeah atlantic city okay i don't gamble so i'm like i don't i'm like i have an addiction and that's that's where like i kind of come back with that beard about all this stuff is like i know that my personality this is why i don't play a lot of mmos because i know my personality and i know that like if i start playing a game that that is that isn't that immersive i will lose myself in the game I mean my last count of hours spent on Skyrim alone was upwards of 3000.
0: Yeah, you know I got 3600 I mean? 3, so, one. Like,
1: right right. I mean and but then like I go to Destiny Destiny 1 and I went into Destiny, you know, and that and so Skyrim came out and that was kind of the game that I don't I don't know. I'm not mad at it. But at the same time, that was also the realization when when a developer starts sending you free shit because you play their game so much that they're registering that you're playing their game so much, that's usually a good red flag. Like, yeah, just FYI, I got so much free shit for Fallout three because Bethesda was like, oh, here, here, have these have these expansions. We really like you. We really enjoy you. And I'm like, Mm. "Uh, okay, maybe I should reevaluate things. But like, so like for destiny, I like, I think I logged like 700 hours and, you know, for a lot of people, they're like, what? Yeah, that seems a bit
0: low for you. I'm like,
1: like, but I I went into destiny knowing that about my personality. And so, and I think that's where a lot of my, like, I guess you could call it apathy towards, you know, Eververse in general is, is like, I joke that destiny kind of broke me of my completionist OCD because Mm. of RNG. Like it it just did. Like I'm like I I, I remember I remember when they introduced the stupid uh oh I call them the iPhones, the consoles or whatever for like the collections. Oh the key I'm like, Oh Yeah. yeah, this is gonna be a terrible thing, but let's go see. And I walked up to the first one for the emblems and I was like fuck no. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna get that one that one that one that one. That, i'm done i'm like i'm done i'm not even gonna try like
0: it just i i should i should, it, I it should totally log into that, my account like, i should <laughs> I, I should totally log into my psn account someday and look at my kiosks they're, they're pretty bad dude because as soon as we as soon as they <laughs> well, got that it's like a lot like, of them, we're oh. like so I started I started oh, like my whole game, I, when I would play the game every day, because I played Destiny 1. That was the only game I would play for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I'd play for a couple hours. And yeah, I was streaming too. So that's a whole other ball game. But at the same time, oh, yeah, yeah. Like my game was like, I'd go in for about right after TTK came out once we got the initial stuff done. My game became uh, Build-Up Glimmer by Shaders. Build up Glimmer, so basically, oh, I, what yeah. I wanted to do was get all the Shaders out of Eva's shop until they were all gone so i could just check that off in the kiosk Because i didn't ever want to right. want I basically i it's the same thing as I, you can't see my collection behind me but like i have all these games that i never play a lot of them right and, then, but, and they're, but and they're there if i want to yeah. play them right <laughs> you know and that's and want, that's what's so know, funny to me it's like
1: it's like having and you know i kind of having having a having a kid kind of drives that even further home for me it's like I could buy all these games. Right. But, but why? Right. I'm not going to play them. I I mean, I'm not. And it's like, and I think there's also a degree of harsh reality there. Like there's a harsh truth in the reality of that, that I, I understand that a lot of people don't want to acknowledge because that's letting go of that, that idealistic, you know, I want to, I want to have, this is what I enjoy doing and I want to continue doing this. But, but, You know, and I would I would gently remind people that that's just there's a degree of reality that has to be acknowledged. You know, like at the end of the day, you know, at least for me, at the end of the day, you know, the first thing that I worry about is my family. I'm like, and and, I mean, I mean this with as much love to the FFC as I possibly can. But if it was a choice between my family and podcasting, you would not hear from me again.
0: Right. Because my family. Uh, Any any reasonable person would expect that from you, though. Um, But but right. But you would I mean, and, and, and
1: personally, I agree. I personally agree. That is a correct priority. However, there are people out there who have different priorities. Now. I would love to chat with them because I want to to. To understand why. Um, well, I'll give you a counter example. That is right also now. a lot of a lot of the nurture, right? You know, Absolutely. there are people who have different backstories of
0: family than I do. Well, and exactly. Well, some people just simply don't very... have any left. Like I'm well, older. And, and, like, and My that, parents right. are gone. My right. daughter lives across the country. I never see her. Um, I live alone. My mm. streaming right. family has become my family in many many right. ways. Right, and, and so but, that, but that's see, just your a different... your family is still your priority. Your right. familys still It's priority. a different family. Aha! I see what you did there. Mm hmm. Different family, but, but I
1: mean, but see, but the thing is, is like at the end of the day, though, the 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 thing that the thing that I kind of argue with a lot of people is like you have to know your priorities like yes. And and that's sometimes a really uncomfortable. You have to know yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. It's 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 a very uncomfortable process to kind of realize that about yourself because you might have to acknowledge that and you might have to accept something that you don't want to like there's constant you know me me personally I'm a gamer but there are days where I'm like I can't play my I can't play the video game like I I have too much to do I have too much I mean I the house has to be taken care of you know my job I have a job I have to go to the job like I, I don't want to but I have to. And
0: that's it's like, like me. And that's that's a, like me having the I'm internal like, guys, argument with me about about the garbage bags. So Though I'm like, I don't want to take the garbage out. Like I I got to put. Yeah, the you're right, right. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> not take the garbage but, out. But
1: I mean, but I mean, the thing is, is like the thing is, is that argument no is going to be inherently going to be the
0: same. It's just a different degree of, of severity on right. how, how you need to do. It's it. It's all about that prism that you look through. It's all everyone's is different. Right. And I, I, yep. I think if you go into any conversation about anything. With this understanding and this acceptance that the other person is going to have potentially and most likely a different viewpoint, a different place that they're coming from, you have to have that. And without it, we lose all ability to have an actual human conversation, whether it's in person, over the internet, or in typed form or whatever. And I think that as long as we don't collectively remind ourselves of that, we lose. And I think that's where we're at now more than ever. And and that's right. my biggest concern.
1: And I think, and I think that's the thing is like, so for, for me, for example, um, you know, I was, I was raised with a very, very, uh, kind of classical understanding of like literature. I was raised when I was little, I was basically expected to read at a very early age. And And I've always enjoyed reading like that's my that's been up until a recent, you know, up until basically the Internet, really, I was you know on my own escapism for me was through books. And so that's where I have a lot of that that background to fall back onto with regards to like those quotes and things. Um, When I went to when I went to college, I originally was actually going for a triple degree in history, English and philosophy. Um, And I ended up. Graduating with a degree in phenomenological psychology and with a basically an emphasis in thanatology, um, and so one of the things that really kind of stood out within that field of study was actually this entire argument. Um, phenomenological psychology is all about the way that individuals perceive the world, and that is not to say that that is how the world is, but at the same time. The argument can be made that for that individual
0: their perception right, is reality the way, exactly their
1: perception is reality and that's that's really honestly hermeneutic phenomenology is in a nutshell is your perception is reality now there, there are aspects of reality that you you can't disprove like i mean one of the one of the common examples that our professors always flat
0: earthers do, would definitely like, argue
1: with you like, on this oh, well <laughs> but, but i mean actually i'm gonna i'm gonna even go even more fun or even more like reductionist to you on that one is like so i let's say um one, one of my professors love doing this example he's like say i eat a bad batch of shrooms this is, <laughs> and this is, your where, face this is where this con- is this, this is where this conversation starts so you get this idea so okay. say he eats a bad bag of shrooms a hallucinogenic right you hallucinate and you don't perceive that there's a tree in front of you so you walk forward you're still going to hit the tree Right. you're just not going to perceive the tree there the, the tree is still there reality Regardless still has you, and absolutely right right, right. Well, like, now now that is to say though you your reality doesn't have the tree
0: but it will it's still there <laughs> Because right? you're going to walk into it the force it. affects you um, well like I, i'll give you a, a, another version of that too just because like our life experiences also mold these things, despite the yes. actual. The, yes. Because there are things yes. that you, that exist that you can perceive. Okay, now it's another Bill Cosby reference. That has nothing to do with rape. I'm gonna take that off to you. No rape here. This is a rape-free reference. Um, but That's one tricky. of his wait, right, right, exactly. <laughs> sorry, <him> sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna give you these pills. God. Okay, no. I have a guy that comes in here and he want he'll feed me stuff to say in Bill Cosby voice because I'm good at it. And it's like, it's a safe place because he knows nothing bad will actually come of it. He's like, well, if you say it, it's fine. Anyway, he had a bit. They talked about um, learning things through experience, okay? He said, you know, if, if you try to cross the street, you get hit by a car, you'll be more careful, more careful when that car any other car looking like that is passing. You'll wait till he passes before crossing the street. And now here's where it gets interesting for me. He says, if you eat some shrimp and later your face blows up, you don't eat those shrimp again. Now, as an adult looking back, I remember what he <laughs> means is that if you're allergic to shellfish and your face swells <laughs> as a child, and for like two decades, I, I thought for sure he meant that the shrimp would actually cause your head to explode. <laughs> and for years, I thought that was the most was, genius like- joke. I thought that was like, the absurdest of if it But
1: if your head explodes, you're not going to be eating anything
0: <laughs> But that was his point like, I, thought it was, I thought it was a perfect joke If you eat some shrimp and later your face blows up You don't eat those shrimp again Of course you don't, your face exploded I thought that was genius And then later I was like, oh shit Aller- Allergies to shellfish is a thing My life is forever changed Fuck because I, I had founded so much of my life philosophy, honestly, on the comedy of, of, that I listened to as a kid, Bill Cosby being one of them, and that particular joke I thought was so fucking... Like, you, there was no way to topple that joke. Like there's, You couldn't push it <laughs> off a ledge. It was indestructible. It was, like, impenetrable. And fucking... The, the logic. The logic is yeah, amazing. <laughs> it, it's like, dude, you can't take that point away from him, and it's hilarious. Perfect. And it, oh. But yet it was not. So that's, like, a, for me, a perfect example of not only the philosophy of learning from experience, but also the idea of perception you know kind of molding your Mm -hmm. reality Uh, well i mean like and that's (laughs) that's
1: a really a really good you know segue back into the philosophy topic right i mean you you have you have this this idea of generationally i don't well and actually i hesitate even say it's not a generational thing it's it's cultural the the way that yeah i guess i I mean i i don't even know if it's cultural well it kind of is but you know, kind of going back to our original topic about the internet, kind of blending everything together, Mm -hmm. your cultures are starting to become for a good, for a good, you know, point, they're starting to become more, you can't really tell the difference. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, they're starting to blur the lines there, but you know, the, uh, the, the idea of there being this abstract truth, you know, it, it's a damaging understanding when you start realizing that (laughs) when you start realizing that everyone then assumes that they have the abstract truth. And like from a, from a philosophical standpoint, there's this, this understanding that, you know, yes, there is a there. Well, and it depends on the philosophy, but like a lot of the philosophies that have the concept abstract, abstract truth, you know, like they'll say, Hey, yes, there is an abstract truth, but it's not something that you can, understand wholly like it, it's not because if you understand in order to understand the entirety of the abstract truth of existence that i mean you, to be blunt you'd be god you right it's be
0: impossible person. and that, that and to it's me not is not possible for and that humans it's a pillar like, of love for me it's a pillar of my existence that there's no way to understand that and it's arrogant in my opinion to say it's, that it's for me right I, I, and the right. thing <clears throat> well and
1: the other thing is is that you know it, the 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 argument that phenomenology kind of comes at it from is like an abs. The, there is an abstract truth, but it is so multifaceted that you can't understand it. Because right. the thing is, is that I only see the world. Like, if you if you take a uh, the, one of the one of the really good examples. Um, so say that you have a a piece of a statue, right? A three D rendition of whatever. Uh, Plato uses this with the shadows in the cave, but a lot of different people have used different things. So so let's say we have a statue, right? And I'm standing on one side. All I can see is from where I'm standing. Mm -hmm. I can't see the whole 360 degree view. And a person who is standing on the opposite side is going to have a different perception of that same statue, same abstract reality completely different experience of. right and so the the point of a phenomenological psychology and, and and really hermeneutic phenomenology in general is that you merge those two points of view and then and this is where we kind of get focused fire again this is where we kind of come with this philosophy is then what you do is you also have a person over here you have a person over here you have a person over here over here over here over here you have a person above it you have a person below it and you start merging those points of view and that's where that's where you start getting the holistic point of view. Exactly. And that and that requires the understanding to engage this, in that too though. Well, right, right. Cuz you can understand but it, also it can still requires not be willing at the start to... of the conversation that I am only seeing a facet. I am not I am not seeing the whole picture. And if you can come to a conversation with that with that opinion, now granted you have to have other people come to the conversation with that same view but if you can come to that conversation with that opinion then it opens up this it, it opens up the world it opens up everything because you you apply that to everything you do and that's where you start getting the ability to empathize with other people so from a philosophical standpoint the understanding that you are never going to achieve you know this abstract truth or this perfect truth that's not a defeatist point of view. It's a realistic point of view, but that doesn't mean that you should stop trying. You should never stop searching. You should never stop exploring. You should never stop questioning because it's through that exploration. It's through that questioning of reality through that questioning of the, the understood, you know, Voltaire, Voltaire's commentary about, you know, who's in power by the people you aren't allowed to question. Um, It's by that that you actually get to a better understanding of what the reality is that you exist in. And this isn't just, you know, in video games. So this is this is, again, a
0: a, a perceptive thing for everything. Right. And and, and to be perfectly honest with you, I, I think that. Lest we uh, get to a place where we're talking in circles, because one, we agree. Two, um, I think that does apply to everything in such a great way. In as much as you need to come to the table of any discussion, understanding that you have a piece of the puzzle. But you must also be willing to accept those other pieces of the puzzle as equally valid and come together to find what is mutually agreeable, what is not, and then figure out a new reality where everyone can coexist. I mean, that's what the point of philosophy is, I would hope.
1: And the point there, too, is using that using that kind of example is if you've ever done a 5000 piece puzzle, you will understand that other pieces of the puzzle make no fucking sense. But that doesn't mean that they're not a part of the puzzle. Exactly. Because I've I've tried I'm trying to teach my four year old that right now we got a puzzle for Christmas. And he was like (laughs) he was looking at I'm like, okay, stop. Find me the straight edges. And he's like, but that doesn't. He's like, you know, he's looking at me like, what the shit is this? Like, we, this color doesn't go with these other colors. And it's like, no, just find me all the straight edge pieces. And then, like, so we finish the puzzle. And I mean, like, the 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 click of like all these pieces. You know, it for a four year old, so it's limited. Sure, but like, but I mean, the understanding that it's like, oh,
0: it's that's a perspective why you were building saying, That's
1: that's why that's why you were saying, don't eat that. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like, yes, yes, we have I mean, we have yeah. achieved something of on this one. We need that piece. You know, every piece of the puzzle is necessary, and that's the thing. You know, kind of going even from from philosophy into psycho- psychological health. You know, that's why psychological health is really big for me. Is that every piece of the puzzle is needed, and I mean, that's that's my thing. Is like just because, just because you feel that you are not necessary. i I gotta disagree with you everyone is necessary Mm -hmm. um there's there's a there's a purpose to every every piece of the puzzle um and you know and i see i see i think it's uh janzer is kind of saying the whole instant gratification mentality and behavior society is just growing i i really actually wanted to talk on that because the thing is is like that is a byproduct of the internet age
0: yes because Because if you you can have anything you want anytime you want at, for at no, fingertips. for virtually no effort and virtually no cost, and because there's right. no investment emotionally or financially, there's really no cost to you to engage in that. Right. right? Well, uh, and the thing is, is like, so for me, like, remember,
1: uh, I, I grew up, but basically, my my main place other than my home was a library. And now this is going to shock some people who have never been in a library without the internet, but we used to have to look up books. On, on pieces of paper, yep, <laughs> and then, and then the you had to take that damn piece of too. paper, yeah, and then you had to take that damn piece of paper and go find the damn thing by yourself, yep. Like, I mean, a librarian would might be there, and be like, okay, you're on the wrong floor. There's five of them. You're on the third one. You need to be on the fifth one. But I mean, like, and I, I mean, I, I kind of say that jokingly, but that was that, really how it was. That to me, that stick, that sticks out to me as as the prime example of the difference. Between a lot of people, you know, because like today's world, I have uh, I have Google. I have a uh, scholar Google. You know, if I but need if a, really a scholarly page
0: other side of that, though, it, right. it's one thing to have. they taught information me how to research. To it's one thing <laughs> to have the information available. It's another thing to not fucking <laughs> bother. And, and, you know, well, yeah, you know, and, and as and someone that's who true. also that's does yeah. technical support, like for a living. Yeah. Um, What's my password? Oh, yeah. the other <laughs> okay i'm not going down that road but but here's the thing like you know i, I had this talk with 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 ben bowman you know and mm-hmm. uh, who understood it immediately and I, and I love him and bless him for that um but they brought the question to me which is very very good about the s4 creator initiative and he said why do we need this i'm like okay so you're saying with the existence of YouTube and Google and all these free informational outlets, <laughs> you're asking why this this business needs to exist. I'm like, well, those things exist. <laughs> do you not get these fucking questions six times an hour, every hour of every day that you're live streaming? Well, yeah, we do. Why do you think that is? Because they didn't do the research. They don't want to do their research or they've done the research and they don't understand it. And they need help. And, you know, that to me kind of brings this whole thing together where it's like information is going to come at you in different ways. You're going to see it differently than the next guy. And maybe just your ability to, you know, consume it alone is valuable. And that goes back to every puzzle piece is valid. Because someone comes to me with a question about OBS that I know how to solve, it doesn't make them stupid. It just makes me more skilled in that area. It's no different if we're talking about politics or philosophy or religion or video games or uh, cherry phosphates to throw a random Garfield reference at you. Um, you know, all these things are valid and all the information is there, but we need each other to thrive. And I, if, if there is a really, for me, an overarching lesson about the human condition such as it is it's that we need each other whether we like it or oh. not but we need each other actually it's yeah i would argue even <clears throat> it's even more
1: important when we don't like each other that we need each other it's, it's i've the watched any mine <laughs> yeah okay. it's it's the people it's the people who push you out of your comfort zone both in a good and a bad way you know they're, they're i mean and there and there there is a good and a bad way to get pushed out of the comfort zone I mean, obviously, you want more of the good, but sometimes, it, sometimes you have to be shoved out of the out of the comfort zone. Yeah. I mean, that's how birds learn to fly, guys. It, I mean, harsh reality there.
0: Mom, mom, uh, ah! a lot. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Go watch an eagle. Go watch an eagle learn how to fly. It's not. It's, <laughs> it's not comforting. It's at so all. pretty. It's or <laughs> <laughs> it's either. It's either. You're an endangered species. Don't do that. <laughs> okay. No. But I mean, and that's, and that's the thing is like, that's, that's part of nature, right? That's, that's, that's you. And that goes back into the understanding that no one has all the answers. And that's, that's a core philosophical truth. And, and that is to me, one of the biggest things that you have to, to approach everything in life about, I'm not going to be the smartest person in the room ever. But the thing is, at the well, end of the day, I mean, you can rig smart, that. Is, neither you? is the smart. Yeah, I mean, you can, and I have a huge issue with people who do rig it because I think that
0: they're being. Oh, it's easy. about reality. It's easy. It is. Just walk easy. into a, like, so, a, a, a fucking kindergarten classroom, you're gonna feel like amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the thing well, is, you, you'll find am amazing, a very harsh I mean, truth. You'll find a harsh truth really quick that just because you're the smartest right. guy in the room, no one's interested in what you have to say about no, higher yeah. thinking because they're too busy eating the play doh. You know, right. the play-doh tastes good that's their reality in that moment i was
1: we're getting we're getting my son ready for kindergarten and i was like they're i was looking at some of the stuff and i'm like they're expecting him to do what i'm like dude yeah i remember like i i don't remember a lot of kindergarten but i remember like at the end of kindergarten i was good to know that that color was blue (laughs) like you know like the expectation was i knew my fucking colors and i knew basic shapes and I sometimes took a nap, which I regret that I did not take more advantage of at the time. But, yeah. you know, like, it's like, you know, the expectation is like, I'm like, what the hell? They're expecting them to do all this stuff. And so, yeah, it's, and again, it's, it's just the expectation too. And that kind of goes back to the instant gratification piece, you know, it's that expectation that, that world that you're raised in that really, really creates that, that paradigm or that worldview that you take with you in everything that you do. And so, you know, again, going back to like the library example, right. You know, I go into library today and it's like, there's computer banks everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's, there's maybe some books and I'm like, what, what, like, why, why is it? And it's like, and it's, and you know, you'll talk, I'll talk to people who are in, in college and their research. And they're like, well, you know, I could just Google it. And it's like, yeah, but it's not that, the same th- there there's there's a there as a, as annoying as it sounds and it, it was annoying i mean it was annoying having to page through an encyclopedia and understand how encyclopedias in general worked like
0: right most my, useless my knowledge had,
1: ever mm-hmm. like the, the way they have the britannica britannica organization is bizarre
0: my parents and had I, a, and I, I I, I a world book oh and oh god the yeah, world books the world books yeah, oh. yeah and but here's the thing like when my mother died like that was one of the things thing. that i it wanted i got exactly i wanted those because and i have the destiny hardcover uh strategy guides for the same purpose because this is an inexorable snapshot of the reality of knowledge for that subject at that right. time
1: at that at that time exactly and that's and that's the other thing that a lot of people are like well but that's not accurate you know that's not inf- that's not correct information i'm like no it was then there there there's a really cool ability to say look at the look at the transformation of information right
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: like we started we start i mean flat earthers we started with the understanding <laughs> that the earth was flat right And we kind of realized after someone tried to sail off the edge and they didn't fall off that it's not. And, you know, I'm sorry, but it's not. (laughs) It's the same concept as like the earth is not the center of the solar system. right? Right. You know, we 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 started with. And again, it's a very natural. It's a very natural human thing. You think you're the center of everything because it's and it's not a bad thing. It's a bad thing if you if you're if you're awoken to the fact that you're you're not and then you refuse to acknowledge that that's a bad catch me thing.
0: outside but, how about that you know that kind of shit right
1: right but i mean but i mean like so in for instance my son four-year-old who has started to understand like he he has recently anytime someone gets hurt he immediately like immediately wants to make sure that they are okay and that they know that he's there to help them and you know and it doesn't matter who It's like, I mean, like we have like, we'll be walking into a store and, you know, a kid trips and he's like the first person running over there. I'm like, okay, let let the mom take care of the kid. Right. But like up until basically like six months ago, um, he didn't have that. He didn't he didn't have that capability. Like he he was like, oh, you fell. That's tough shit. Like, yeah, whatever. I'm not hurt. But if he got hurt, he was it was like you could tell it was mystifying to him why. Other people didn't respond to that right. and it's and, and you see that in development psychology as well uh, you have a lot of times when a kid is like two or three uh, it's the classical like they'll stand in front of the TV right in front of everybody and everyone else can't see anything because you know the kids standing right there and it, it's like one of the most things that like most people get annoyed but for the, for the child what their what their worldview is is like I can see perfectly so everyone else can because everyone perceives reality the same As way like I, do. I do right and and so and it's the real and, it, and it's a growth it's grow it's a natural progression of the mental capabilities of a human to kind of realize at a certain point that that is not the case then you and go on is, reddit <laughs> oh yeah right right but i mean but i mean but that's my point is like if you if you've been if you've never been forced to realize that emotionally Like you can you can understand that physically I I get like there's there's a vast difference between understanding reality physically and understanding reality from a psychological or emotional point of view. Um, But if you've never been basically taught that there is an emotional difference, then the the whole argument about how vitriol or how venomous some people get about arguments makes perfect sense. Right. Because to their to their worldview. It is alien and foreign and, quite frankly, fucking terrifying that someone doesn't feel the exact same way that they do. Mm -hmm. And that's where that's where you start getting that that generation. And and again, I hesitate to call it generational because, I mean, I've seen people who. Mm -hmm. Right. I've I've been in conversations with Holocaust deniers. Right. And it's like the they'll. The, the most bizarre conversation I have ever had is with someone who refuses to acknowledge that the Holocaust happened. I mean, it's just the links to which they go to convince themselves that it never happened is just, it's just bizarre.
0: Yeah. I always, I always like it. I feel like if you could make a physical representation, like a visual representation of that argument. It's like the kid who's be, trying to be fed something they don't want to be fed and they're pushing right. back as far as they can to close it. No, I don't want. And, and that's really what it um, boils down to. I mean, but I, I think for me, it all comes back to that. If we're trying to make an ultimate point is that we that we understand it. we hope that those listening understand that. You, you got to know you're a piece of the puzzle. You've got to understand yep. the other pieces are going to look at things differently and they all need to be given equal respect and weight uh, to be able to come to a more overarching understanding It benefits everybody. And the sooner we get to that place, the better off we're going gonna to be as a society because, you know, those halcyon days before the Internet are never going to be again. We didn't, right. we didn't know how to be it. To a it's degree, I don't, I don't necessarily want them. I mean, I think no, the I Internet don't
1: is, is, a, is an amazing tool as as dark as it can get i think that the blending of of cultures and knowledge bases you know i view things as database you know stuff sure i mean sure. the the blending of that database that that community communal database i think is an ama- amazing um i've been i've been open to perspectives that i didn't even know existed you know, and I mean and and some of them I kind of roll my eyes at and I'm like, that's kind of cute. And some of them are are ground I mean just groundbreaking, like the, the perspect the perspectives that I've been introduced to. But every every one of them has has a I, I really think that everyone has a kernel and, and it's not always the same size kernel. I mean there's some people out there who are legitimately crazy. But there there's- is a point to one of those, to every single person. And I think that, you know, the people who are going to challenge you personally, or, you know, your views, I think those are actually the more important people because they force you to reevaluate your truth. And part of that reevaluation might be acknowledging that your truth is not the truth. And that's where the discomfort of growing comes from.
0: You know, yeah, it's, it's, I, I, it's not, it's not going to be honest. I, I, I cannot imagine a better place to end the discussion for now. We could go on about this for like 12. Oh yeah. yeah 15 can, hours. Yeah, Cause you, you you deal with uh, the, you know, your basic human psychology, developmental psychology my degree is in organizational psychology so i look at how groups of people move together and stuff oh god yeah right right because that that's a whole other fucking i think okay folks we're gonna have blue back to talk about sociology over (laughs) philosophy next time sociology
1: yeah (laughs) milgram let's go all right that's right zimbardo
0: right so um at at the risk of of begging you to self-promote where can people find you and what you do um, most most of us, or well,
1: most of my stuff is going to be with the Focus Fire group. Uh, mm-hmm. I've had I've had to basically step back. I used to I used to try to be involved with like a lot of different servers. I, I do most of my involvement with Discord, mm-hmm. uh, just because it's it's on my phone. And it's really easy for us to to move around. So I try. I I there was a time where I was in like I think close to a hundred different servers, and it just got it just Ugh. got way too overwhelming. Um, and I, and I felt really bad, but I had to leave a majority of them because I'm like, I literally, I can't, there's too many directions that I'm getting, you know, information poured at me. So we mostly are in the focus fire chat discord. Uh, it's just discord. I think the easy link is discord.me slash FFC. Uh, if it's easier, we're also on Twitter at focus fire chat. Um, honestly, that's where I would recommend going. Uh, my personal Twitter, which is where you know Jim was mentioning at the top of the show, I do all the daily quotes. and stuff. we do a daily quote on the Focus fire chat, but it's going to be specifically about destiny, that that topic of the week that we do. Uh, my personal or my personal Twitter, I you nearly know, said personal Discord. That would be even more terrifying. Um, my personal, yeah, that, that would be a very scary place. I would not recommend anyone going to it. Um, my personal is Twitter is uh, Blue Crew underscore 86 because, yes, someone actually does have the the name BlueCrew86 and has not been active on Twitter for five years, and I might be a little bit jealous. But, uh, just a little. Just, just a little. I might have actually tweeted him about five times asking him if he's alive, and he hasn't responded, so I'm, I'm really concerned. But um, yeah. So that's that's where on Twitter. Uh, and then you know Twitch, we do uh, weekly streams, of game streams during the week, and then every Friday night at about 10 p.m. Central, we'll actually do a recap of the week long conversations that we have. Um, and the cool thing with Focus Fire that we kind of do a little bit different than a lot of the the lore creators out there that I'm aware of. And, and I, if you are a lore creator and you do this, and I, I just stepped on your toes, I. I don't mean that offensively. I, I just don't know everything as the past couple hours have probably. Anyways, the cool thing that Focus Fire <laughs> does is that every weekend we basically set up a poll and we just open it up to everybody. And we're like, hey, what do you want to talk about for the next week? And then basically based on that poll, that's what we talk about for the next week. Um, and so you, you we have like weeks. I mean, we just got done rehashing out the Books of Sorrow. There you go.
0: Which is from Destiny One. Like I mean you know, we're like, in the middle of Destiny two guys. Like people it's not. And and you know, oh, some yeah, people yeah. weren't there for it. And it, it, it's something where um it, it's kinda like you go to see a rock band play. Sometimes you want to hear play hear the old songs again, and it, it you know, and and songs evolve over time. So maybe the way you guys are talking about it now is different from the first time you did it. It's right, it's, right. it's totally yeah. valid. It's totally valid. Yeah, and I but, mean,
1: there, and that's and that's a hundred percent correct. Yeah. So, but I mean, that's that's one of the big things that we we kind of offer uh, is if there is a particular subject that you're interested in. Just let us know. We'll put it on a poll. And if you can, you know, we will have we have people who like actively campaign in chat during the weekends are like, no, vote for this. Vote for this. Like, and awesome. it's, it's holy, like, I think it's hilarious. I'm like, do it. Like, just knock yourselves out. You if you get enough votes, we'll totally talk about that for the week. And And we've had we've had I think right now we're talking about ghost shells is what we're talking about right now.
0: Nice. So. I tell you, Blue, this is a, a very, very fascinating conversation, and I cannot wait to have another one with you. Thank you so much for definitely, being on the show. Yeah,
1: definitely, Yeah, no, definitely. Thank you for having us. Or a- me, absolutely. actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to talking. Next week, multiple moral. personalities. Like, so, yeah, <laughs> multiple personalities, dissociative identity disorder. <laughs>
0: we'll,
1: have, we'll
0: have Red, red Ego
1: 95.
0: Exactly. That's, that's what's in Grind's many heads this week. Oh, <laughs> we will see you next week. Take care.